Hey there, this is B. Wendy Jackson. I wanted to quickly interrupt you before you listen to the next episode. Listen, thank you for your support with the podcast. Uh, those of you who've been following me since January 2020, I really appreciate you. I want to hear from you. You can send me a message at info at AAOP as in Paul, C as in Charlie, S as in Snake dot net. I would love to hear from you. Also, if you have not rated and reviewed the podcast, would you do that for me, please? It also allows people to find the, the podcast. Um, this is growing. The podcast is growing and I'm so excited. I've had to update my little commercial because my name has changed and my website has change in terms of where you receive the books. So if you have not purchased your books, uh, I got the opportunity and the gift to, to write two books. One of the first one is empowerment for you, encouragement for your emotional and spiritual wellness. Listen, I love this book. Um, it is definitely a book that invites you to experience hope, help, and healing. And every page, every chapter is really filled with um, insight, information, and inspiration to be able to help empower you, to be able to help you walk in freedom. I include specific practical tips to help you take charge and take possession of your thoughts and really, really um, just control your 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 behaviors or, uh, or impact your behaviors and impact some changes in your life, cause some changes in your life. And then the second book is Empower to Empower Your Reflection Workbook. Love this book as well because it's based on specific podcast episodes where you listen to some episodes and you are able to dive deep into some reflection. I give you some prompts so that you don't have to wonder or think about where, how do I start to reflect? What do I even write? The prompts are already provided for you. Isn't that awesome? So there are also blank pages for you to journal um, or whatever you want to do, right? And so I just invite you, you can go on Amazon and just look for Be Wendy. So I don't want to cause any confusion. My my maiden name is Bob. So people have known me for as Be Wendy Bob for so long. And then July, 2022, I was blessed to get married, to be married. And so now I'm Be Wendy Jackson. Uh, so Amazon, you could just search for the books, Be Wendy uh, Bob, and you will find those two books come up. If you have any questions, you could email me. Uh, you can also find the resources on my website, aaopcs.net. That's AAO, P as in Paul, C as in Charlie, S as in snake.net. Listen, I look forward to hearing from you. May the podcast, may the books continue to add value to your lives. Um, I just, I just, I'm really thankful for this opportunity to just encourage people all around the world. All right. Enjoy the next episode and have an amazing day on purpose. Well, hello, everyone. This is B. Wendy Jackson with another amazing episode of the Empower to Empower You podcast. Empower to Empower You podcast is about all things Jesus Christ, mental health, anything to help you become the better version of yourself. I hope that you are feeling well wherever you are. I want to hear from you. Don't forget to rate and review the podcast or let me know which episodes are adding value to your lives. Y'all, I'm super, super duper excited because I have, a, a, man, an amazing friend. Uh, she's become a friend. She's also a coach. Uh, she's an amazing consultant, a licensed professional counselor and group practice owner, faith-based practice, uh, private practice consultant located in Savannah, Georgia. Uh, I almost moved there, y'all. I love Savannah, Georgia. <laughs> 
She, she privates a, she manages a private pay group practice with 10 plus clinicians. Whitney hosts summits. She's, she, she has a weekly podcast. She is well known in the faith-based practice community. And she now has a consulting uh, called Wise Practice. And let me tell you, every time you talk to Whitney, you're going to get some wisdom. So I want to welcome Whitney Owens to the Empower to Empower You podcast as we just have a brief conversation of staying in faith when you feel frustrated. And I know that's such a relevant topic for not just practice owners, but faith-based practice owners in, a, in an environment like this where there's so much hurt, um, harshness, turmoil, pain, you name it. So welcome, Whitney, to the podcast. Well, thank you, Buindi. Always a pleasure to talk with you. Yes, yes, yes. So tell us, I know I just kind of give cliff note version about your bio, which does not give, do you any justice, <laughs> but tell us a little bit about how you serve. Um, and then we'll jump into the, the frustrations of what you do and how you've maintained your faith and what has helped you during that whole time. Yes. Well, you're very kind. Um, that, that's a good question. How do we serve, right? It's like all the time. But when I serve other people, it really just serves me, right? Yeah. Because I am changing and getting molded by them. So thank God, yeah. <laughs> really. Um, <Yeah>. So <laughs> think, things that I do. Um, so I run this group practice, Water's Edge Counseling here in Savannah. Such a gift. Started out as a solo practice owner, never thought that it would be this. And it has become this amazing family that I just love. And we're serving the community, see all different types of mental health issues here in Savannah. And then I do the consulting, which is also something that I love helping faith-based practice owners start and grow their practices. It is truly my joy. You know, they say, find something you love so much, you do it for free and then yeah. do it so well, people pay you that, that is exactly how I feel about consulting. Like mm -hmm. I just love it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then other ways that I serve my husband is a pastor um, in the Methodist church. So I am a pastor's wife, whatever that means. <laughs> right? And uh, trying to just be myself in the midst of that. And uh, you can imagine being a pastor's wife and a therapist, you get lots of questions. Um, lots of people want your help, but um, I definitely depend on the Lord to help me with that. And then I also have my mother. I have two little girls, ages nine and six. Um, and my youngest is a special needs child. So I've learned a lot about letting go of my own thoughts of what the world's supposed to be. Talk about frustrations and faith, like definitely with that. So yeah, always looking for opportunities to serve, but always being served by other people at the same time. Absolutely. Absolutely. So in serving, serving itself can be frustrating. And so in everything that you do in all of the roles you have, we wear multiple hats and we're, and each hat has different roles <laughs> and different tasks and assignments. And you truly are an amazing consultant. And I, I love learning from you. So talk a little bit about how you've experienced, whatever you are willing to share, how you've experienced frustration in your work and, 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 and what has helped you to stay and maintain your faith while you're going through these frustrations. Mm -hmm. I think one of the most important parts about maintaining faith is looking at the past mm. and letting that be something that helps us move forward. In the Bible, they talk about the Israelites as they were moving along, they put stones down and the stones were supposed to remind them of where they had been. And yeah. so when I think about my life, going back to my stones, like God was here in this moment, God was here in this moment. So right now I might feel frustrated alone, maybe even questioning God, because let me tell you, it's okay to question God's existence. I've been there. Yeah. 
but then going back and going, okay, I know he's real because he did these things in my life. That has been so important. So for listeners, like I encourage you to journal too, because that's a really good way to go back and see what God's been doing in your life. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. And then when I'm feeling frustrated, boy, there's so many times, right. Where I felt frustrated, really depending on the community, Mm -hmm. like reaching out for help, None of us want to ask for help. We want to be strong, especially when you are a therapist or when you're a pastor's wife or you have a, you're a lay leader in your church. Like, no, I can't ask for help. I have to be strong. But the truth is you better ask for help or it's only going to get worse. Yeah. yeah. And so I really had to depend on other therapists, other friends to be able to hold me. It reminds me of that story um, with Jesus and the lay, the lay person, the lay person, he, he couldn't walk. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and they lowered him through the roof to be able to get to Jesus mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. heal him. And yeah. so and a lot of times, like we might not feel like we can walk in our journey, then we need those people to be able to put us on the mat and lower us and get us to Jesus so that we can get better. Yeah. That's so good. A good reminder. I need to do a better job of journaling. Mm. Easy to just kind of go through the things that you're going through and just kind of go from one to another and weather the storms and not and 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 not record how you weathered the storms or how the Lord helped you weather the storms so you can go back and learn from those things. So I love how you said that. Remember the stones to see where God has showed up in our lives before, so that to mm-hmm. encourage us in the moments of frustration for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you work with a lot of counselors and people so you have people you know parishioners or, or your congregation members you have your own kids your own family members your friends your 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 own counselors that you have that you serve as their boss and you have counselors that you serve locally and globally and nationally right that that, that can attend your consult your consultations and so i'm sure you have in your consultations many times a counselor just expressing their frustration and your focus is faith-based practice owners. And I love that. That was actually one of the things that drew me to you because I didn't want to get advice from a secular, not saying there's nothing wrong with that, but I, I wanted somebody that supports who I serve, right? And how I serve. And so you have counselors many times telling you about their frustrations and them wanting to quit, them wanting to give up because running a business is too hard or all the things that we go through. What do you, how do you encourage, what do you say mm-hmm. uh, to counselors in their moments of kind of feeling hopeless or helpless or frustrated? Yeah. Well, it's actually a little similar to what I was just saying is reminding them of why they started doing it. Yes. So going back and saying, okay, when did you start your practice? What was that about? What mm-hmm. was your mission behind what you were doing? Mm-hmm. And reminding them that hasn't changed just because you've encountered some conflict. Yeah. And we know if you look at the Bible, lots of uh, biblical characters had conflict and that didn't change their calling. Mm-hmm. And you should expect problems mm-hmm. in this world. If you're a Christian therapist, like mm-hmm. any, any Christian, you should expect problems in this world. Mm-hmm. And those moments, I think can be really teaching moments and growth moments for us. It's not when we're doing well that we grow in our faith. Like when we're just coasting along, it's when hard things happen. And so being able to look at those, and especially if you can do it in the moment, really powerful, really hard to do, Mm -hmm. but in the moment saying, where is God right now? Mm -hmm. And how is he growing me and teaching me? And I think as we mature in our faith and we've gone through enough frustrations, we start to see that. Mm 
usually when we're in it, we're just like, well, ugh, you know, but if you can be able to like look past that and find God, I also want to encourage people that when you're feeling frustrated in your faith, and I kind of mentioned this, it is okay to have emotion. Mm. It is okay to question things. In fact, if you don't, and we tell this to our clients, I mean, Wendy, you know this, our clients were saying, hey, you better express your emotions or it's just going to hide deep down in you and you're going to have terrible anxiety. Like it's the same thing for us. Like if you're feeling these things in your faith, you need to express those in appropriate ways so that you can grow or it's just going to fester and build resentment within you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, I don't know what you feel comfortable sharing in terms of, I feel like you. this, is, this area <laughs> has been tested for you, particularly this year. Um, and, and so I, you know, I don't want to put you on the spot or anything. Is there anything that while you're talking about this, that comes to mind that you feel comfortable bringing up of what it was like to walk through that frustration to the place of focus and confidence and courage where you are now? Well, first of all, I'm glad that you see me as confident and encouraging because <laughs> <laughs> I'm still in it. I'm still yeah, in it. Yeah. Um, and you know, you're talking about journaling, um, when that painful experience happened in my life, I literally had just gotten a brand new journal from Mm. some other Christian therapists and just saying that makes me emotional because I'm thinking about how special that was. And I wrote in that journal day one, like this is day one of me being different and me growing in my faith and in who I am, even when it's really hard and it feels awful. (laughs) Like Mm. when you feel a lot of rejection, a lot of pain, that is the very thing that's going to help you be creative and move into your best self. Mm. Right. And so I guess I would say um, back to the friends thing, like when I went through that painful moment in my life, my friends were so vital. Mm. Like I can't even express it. I mean, there were moments of hugs and just bawling my eyes out over the experience I was having and they prayed for me. They encouraged me. They saw me at my absolute worst and still think that I'm cool. So I'm pretty proud of that. <laughs> like, I'm really happy that I have them and I wouldn't be where I am without them. Um, you know, I also had another time in my life that felt similar in some ways. My husband was in the process of ordination within a specific denomination. And the, there were a lot of things that didn't go well. These people should not have been in charge of my husband's moving forward, but they were. And they gave him a letter at the end of like this time that they were watching him and deciding if he was fit for ministry. I'm using air quotes there. Um, And so they gave him this letter that was like, you're not fit. These are all the reasons why you shouldn't be a pastor. It was, and these were our good friends at the time. It was one of the most painful experiences I ever went through. And, you know, my husband and I had to really cling to one another and really had to remember why we're doing the work we're doing. And that experience was terrible, but it led us to being a part of a different denomination and doing things differently. And who knows who we would have become if we'd stayed where we were. It was not a good place to be, obviously, because that happened. You know, it wasn't an encouraging and uplifting place. Um, so I feel really grateful now looking back on it, but it was, um, it really pulled us away. I think we didn't go to church for like six months after that because we just couldn't handle community for a long time. Mm-hmm. Thank you for sharing that with me. Mm-hmm. One of the things I heard you say you, you didn't say it this way, but the importance of leaning into what you're experiencing, because it's so easy for somebody like me, it's very easy for me to detach and just keep moving forward 
yep, I don't want to be vulnerable. I don't want to feel, I'm a seven, right? I'm an Enneagram seven all the way. I don't want to feel pain. I don't, (laughs) I just, I don't want to talk about it. I just want to be, hi, everyone, let's go. How are you doing? And I want to hear everybody else's pain and hurts and don't want to talk about myself. So if I don't lean into what's happening, I could miss what God is showing me in the midst of what is happening, right? And then and then once I get to that point, I'm like, oh God, you know, then I realize what I need to be to what I need to be attending to. So I really appreciate you sharing this today with with us for sure. Yeah, well, I appreciate you saying that. I think that was a great way to to describe that experience and that God's doing something in your pain. Yes. moving into that yeah absolutely what was the journal you shared I wanted to make sure I caught that you said you got the journal from who Simona I got the journal from some other therapists other that, Christ- I thought that you I said- had been working with yeah I thought you said a, a particular Christian therapist I thought it was like a business or something like that got it got it it was a very plain I mean it's a beautiful journal but it wasn't like prompting or anything it was just blank pages yeah that's awesome thank you for sharing that any particular scriptures Whitney that that keeps you anchored and focused that's my one of my favorite words anchored mm-hmm. um, that's your go-to scriptures that helps you yeah that's a good question I definitely have a scripture I think it's and I could say this wrong but I think it's Colossians like 128 or around that area And it's kind of like what I cling to as a calling about providing wisdom and within the community Mm -hmm. and helping grow other people in their faith. And so when I think about my actual calling, I cling to that passage that that that's who I am and that's who I am moving forward. I think a lot about the story of Sarah, which was Abraham's wife. She was a mother of many in a lot of ways. And that's kind of something else I feel like God had given me a long time ago before I even became a therapist was this idea that I was going to mother many people in their faith journey. Um, and so I definitely cling to that as well. Um, but nothing else in particular, I feel like there's always this way of God bringing the right passage at the right moment, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. He does. He does. Thank you for that. So let's just switch gears. Uh, I'm sure there are many questions that we could stay on this topic for a long time, for forever, really. This, we could have a conference on this topic. But I want to switch gears to allow you the opportunity to share um, resources, new information off the press, um, things that <laughs> things that you want people to know, things that where people are invited to. And so um, I, I want you to share what, what you're doing right now. Yes. Well, I appreciate that opportunity. And it's funny, people are always telling me how much I take on. And sometimes I'm like, no, I don't, I'm fine. And then when I start getting on a podcast and I say all these things, I'm like, dang, I am doing a lot. Like I better calm down. <laughs> right. It's because I love it. Okay. So here's some opportunities to connect with me. So I love helping faith-based therapists start, grow, scale their practices. So I work with solo practice owners, those that are wanting to grow a group practice, such as yourself, Wendy, and then people that are like really scaling up their private practice. And so if you want to learn about me, it's really simple, WhitneyOwens.com. So easy to find me, easy to spell, easy to say my name, Um, because I need things to be simple in my own life. So some other things that I'm doing is I am launching a podcast. I don't know when this one will go live, but, and I don't know when mine's going to go live, but I have recorded three episodes. Mm-hmm. So I talk about, I'm just, just to kind of give that now I'm going to give you a little snippet here, but I was really not wanting to start a podcast. Like 
I love podcasting this. Like I feel God's energy, like even here talking with you, I just love it. But I had a podcast before it meant the world to me and I had to let it go. And it was very painful. And I worked super hard for what, two and a half years on that podcast. And so the idea of doing it again felt like this mountain that I was trying to climb, but the mud kept making me slip, you know, like my feet, I couldn't get my feet up under me. And so I know it was an emotional thing. So I was like, okay, I've got to do this. Like, I know this is what God is asking of me and I know it's going to be okay. So I recorded an episode last Friday. I was like, I'm just going to do it. And I did it and it felt good. Like I felt like my mind started opening up ideas that I was having when that was not happening before. So I'm just saying that to encourage people when you feel frustrated, sometimes it's just that little step, even though that little step feels like a mountain that you're climbing. Sometimes if you just give it a little momentum or just do one little thing, it'll like boom, right? And then God will like explode. So that's really great. So anyway, so I have recorded three episodes of the Wise Practice Podcast. Um, I don't know when it's going to go live, hopefully sooner rather than later. And uh, if you go to my website, you'll you'll be able to find it. And then I have a membership community for faith-based practice owners. So the way that works, membership communities, it's a place for all of us to come together. And every week we do an event. So on the first Wednesday of the month, we do wise teaching where I teach you about faith-based practice stuff. Think of it as business with a twist of faith, so business skills and faith integrated. Um, the next week we do wise advice where we bring in experts to be able to teach on different aspects of running a practice. Um, the next week we have a Q&A, so like open office hours with me. And then the last week of the month, we have a work session because a lot of times we're so busy, we don't get anything done. So we come together and actually work together. Um, so that's the membership community. You can get more about that on the website or email me directly, Whitney at WhitneyOwens.com. Happy to help you with that. And then I do individual um, consulting if that's something that you're interested in. Awesome. Awesome. And we have a conference. I know everybody. Yeah, I realized I didn't say anything about the summit. Yeah. Um, so the wise practice summit, you can find out about it on the website. It's going to be October 5th through the 7th of 2023 in Savannah, Georgia. Actually, Bowendy was the first one to purchase a ticket and it just made my heart so happy and encouraged about what I was doing. Um, cause let me tell you, stepping out in faith is when you put down a deposit on a hotel and you hope people come, <laughs> like, ooh. but, um, God has been so good. I already have mm, seven sponsors, I think that have put money down. And so I've already gotten back the money that I put down for the deposit. So I'm just super grateful before I had to pay the credit card. So that's really good. Yes. And um, have secured all my speakers and it's just going to be fabulous. So it's going to be here in Savannah, Georgia, right on the river. It's like in the hotel behind the river, but you have a river view and everything. We're going to, the first night, we're going to have a really fancy dinner with drinks and stuff. Cause I think it's, we need to have fun in our practice. Mm -hmm. um, and then the during the day on the long two days we're gonna have a lot of great talks we're gonna have lunch provided and then in the evenings free time for people to kind of go do whatever they want because i know people are going to want to explore savannah we are going to have a john wesley tour integrated into that so john wesley is the founder of methodism and he actually came to savannah and had a actually a negative experience a lot of people think he had a positive one he had a negative one and then he went back to england after that um so my husband actually being a Methodist, he does a tour. So he's going to host a tour for people that are interested in that. There's also great ghost tours and there's a dueling piano bar right by the hotel. So there's gonna be a lot of fun stuff to do. Awesome. 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 Well, Whitney, I, even as you're talking, I thank you for your obedience. I want to publicly recognize and thank you for pushing, pushing through and pushing past and being a good example of what it means to 
you know, be, be knocked down and to get back up and to wipe your tears and to, of course, you had help and you had the Lord helping you. You had the right people around you and to just kind of push past and to be in a space of courage and resilience and to keep serving and not serving with a grudging spirit, not serving with a complaining spirit, but serving wholeheartedly um, and, and to the purpose and the calling to which you have been called. So thank you for being that example. And I, I just appreciate that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, it is my honor to have you here today. Um, if you could take a minute or, or less to just anything that I didn't ask you or any gem that you wish to share or any call to action that you have today, anything, uh, any words of advice, what would you share? Yeah. Get in the community, whatever that looks like, having people that support you and help you move forward. And, you know, your words about me getting back up and going again, like having y'all as my community already gave me what I needed to move forward. Like I thought I have to be an example of the actual work I'm telling people to do. So what am I doing here? So that really motivated me. So I appreciate that and encourage people to get in some kind of community. Yes, yes, yes. Now, as you're talking about that community, is it too late to get in for people who want to know? Is it too late to get in the community? Or you can oh, always apply and no. be on the <laughs> no, right. no, no. And if um, I do open the doors to the wise practice community only at certain times, but if you're interested, just email me directly and I'll help you out with that. Great, great. Well, Whitney, thank you for being a part of the Empower to Empire You podcast. I will be in touch with you, y'all. I hope, I know that this was valuable to you. And again, I'll put Whitney's information on the show notes, Whitney at WhitneyOwens.com. WhitneyOwens.com is her email, is her website. And again, I'll, I'll put this on the show notes and I'll be back next time with another episode. Thank you, Wendy. My pleasure. Thank you, Whitney.